Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to my mental health breakdown podcast. My name is Frank. Welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast series featuring a real life point of view, which is my point of view. And I am somebody who is battling mental health illness that includes anxiety, depression, OCD, and anger. And this is my story. And I hope by sharing my story that I'm able to help someone out there to know that it will be okay because I have I have a story and I like to share it and I like to also share the good as well as the bad because I want you to know that it will be okay and always remember it's okay to not be okay. So today's topic is racing thoughts and I wanted to share this one because I feel that this one probably has a lot to do with the anxiety. And it also, I feel, is probably one that people can mostly relate to. Because racing thoughts are something that can be described as like your mind is always competing in a nonstop NASCAR race. And it's over and over and over and over and over again. So I'm going to share uh, some examples that I have with racing thoughts. Uh, Also, in the same category, um, are uh, intrusive thoughts. Uh, Intrusive thoughts are a big thing. And intrusive thoughts affect everybody, pretty much, including those who don't have anxiety, but it does really affect those who have anxiety and OCD. Intrusive thoughts can be thoughts that are what the word means, intrusive. And they can be things that you normally wouldn't think on a on an everyday basis, but they come in your mind because they're intruding your space. And I think that people get these thoughts and they get a little worried and they get a little... Uh, concern that they're having those thoughts and at the end of the day at the end of the day just remember it's a thought so intrusive thoughts can be things along the line that are sexual things that are along the line that are violent um so and other things too not just those two categories but there's so many intrusive thoughts that can come through your head and just remember at the end of the day it's just a thought as well as racing thoughts they're just 
thoughts. And if you could think and put that into the category of just thoughts, then you can start deciding what's really important or what's not, right? What I mean by that is simple. Uh, some, somewhat simple, I should say. I, it's, it's, I guess I say simple now because I've learned so much. So I apologize. It's not simple for those that are just beginning to kind of decipher what is in a real thought and what's a racing or intrusive thought. So that's just my mind jumping. See, my mind's already jumping. <laughs> it's already racing to the next thing. Um, no, so like for me, it's, it's a little more easier because I, I, I have a great therapist and we've worked through this. For some of that may have just been starting out, it, it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, for instance, this, you're going on vacation, right? And you have a thought in your head and your thought comes in, oh no, did I close the garage door? Well, that would be a concern, right? Did you close the garage door? What a racing thought does, or what an intrusive thought seemingly does, is makes you add on the anxiety and makes you add on the obsessive thought process, you know, the obsessive compulsive process. Uh, so those things. So for instance, like if you, if you think is the garage door closed? Okay. Well, that's a concern. Everybody has that thought and you're like, well, it's closed or it's not closed. <laughs> They're going to steal my car. See, that's where it starts getting into that racing thought. Are they going to steal my car? Is my car door locked? Is this? So those, you know, it continues on and on. So most people could say, Hey, is my garage door closed? Oh, well, oh crap. I don't know if it is. And then move on. The racing part of it would be the added anxiety to it, right? So it would continue that thought. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is, it, is, somebody, is my car door locked? Is somebody going to steal my car? Is, is somebody going to steal things from my garage? Are there any valuables in there that they're going to steal? Are they going to steal my Santa Claus decoration? Not the Santa Claus decoration for Christmas. So it's really important to, kind of decipher thoughts and racing and intrusive thoughts. Because we all have thoughts, right? And from what I've learned is we don't want to uh, put a lot of thought into our thoughts. Uh, and that's a lot of thoughts <laughs> to that last statement. Because this is how it describes it for me. My, my mind does not stop. I would be the person that would be worrying about the garage being closed, and then it would focus on 10,000 other things associated with that. And then what happens is once I clear that mind and once I do the tips that I've learned to erase that worry or concern, another one comes in. And then another one and another one and another one and another one. And I know, and I know uh, from experience firsthand, this can be ultimately tiring. It can be ultimately tiresome and it, it can wear you down. It can wear you down because if you have a thought that is constantly beating itself in your brain and it will not go away, it can be very very tiresome. And I know I, I have had the bad habits to make those thoughts stop uh, before I learned the tips, obviously. But those would be eating uncontrollably. You know, um, that's the major thing I would do. And, and you know, I'm paying for it now. I'm, I'm obese. So I got to work on that part of my, my uh, health, the physical part. Eating, 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 eating. That's a lot of eating in that statement. So at the end of the day, you can't do that. You have to have a more logical approach. 
And I'm going to share some intrusive thoughts and racing thought examples. I'm going to be very open and very honest. And here we go. So first thing that I want to put on this example, and there's 30,000 examples, and I probably could spend a good 57 minutes on this alone. Um, <laughs> but, you know, for instance, I love my wife. I love my wife to death. I love her so much. She makes me happy. I love her. But my mind sometimes questions if I really love my wife. And I know, I know for a fact, I know for a fact that is not true. I love her. I love her so much. But there you go with the intrusive thought. Do I really love her? Do I hate her? You probably hate her. That's what it comes in like. You probably hate your wife. And I don't. I love my wife so much. That's the part of the intrusive thoughts. Are people out to get me? That person's talking behind your back. Oh my God, they're talking behind your back. Oh my God, they hate you. They don't like you. They're making fun of you. Those are thoughts that are coming in that are not valid. They're no valid. There's no validity to it. No validity to it. There's no validity to it. There isn't. There's no validity to it. But they come in to cause worry. Now here's 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 one too. How do I look today? Oh, I don't like those. Those shorts are wrinkled that I'm wearing. I smell. Do I smell? Oh my God. Can I go to the bathroom or am I going to smell? That's another example. So you can see that a lot of these examples, a lot of these examples don't have validity to them. And that and that alone, that alone uh, can kind of, you could start to decipher what is real and what's not real, right? Because we all have concerns. That's, a, that's the main thing I want to say. It's we all have concerns. We all have concerns, you know? We all have concerns. That's, the, that's the, the big thing is that we all have concerns. We all have worries. We all have thoughts. But it's really choosing what thought you really want to put attention to. And at the end of the day, if you think about it, really no thoughts you're going to be putting attention to, right? Because the thought process, whether they're racing or intrusive or they just come in randomly, uh, is especially with somebody who has mental health challenges like myself, they're there to cause pain, right? They want you to have the anxiety. They want you to be nervous. They want you to be obsessed with the thought. They want you to carry this thought on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever, right? So that's what they want. And you can't let that have that validity. You cannot have, let that have that control. I've used, a lot, I've used eating thoughts and validity a lot today. Those, <laughs> those must be my words of the day. Those must be the words of my day. So, you know, you just got to find ways that help eliminate the anxiety or the obsessive compulsive way of thinking and and go from there. So it's 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 like I said, it's not easy when you get this started and for me it's still a challenge. There are some thoughts that take control of me worse than other thoughts. Then that's just how it is. So it's it's still a it's still a process for me but some are easier to 
knock out right away and some are you know a little bit more challenging and I really have to dive a little bit more deeper into my bag of uh, things I've learned um, because you know it's, it's just how the way it is and I know one day once I you know keep keep pushing keep pushing the what what I've learned onto onto these racing thoughts and intrusive thoughts and all that kind of stuff, then I will be able to you know it'll be easier. But it takes a while. It takes a while because you know, for instance, I've been having these this way of thinking um, since I was a kid. So now to have it all the way up to an adult, you know, you're talking you know close to thirty years. So just really have to work on it. Really have to work on it. So I'm going to talk about some tips on how to cope with it. And these are the tips that I've learned in therapy. And I feel really good about them because they really have helped. And I know, like I said, there are some challenging moments still, but these have really helped. The first thing is stop signs or other stopping. So when a thought comes in your head, I was taught that you picture a stop sign. You picture a stop sign. So like your brain is telling that thought, stop right now, stop, stop, stop. And then you can think of other things too. So you don't have to think of a stop sign. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll think that the words are coming off of a dirty car and I'll think about like washing that dirty car and all the, all the thought words go away. Or if uh, maybe I will think of like a movie screen and ending, and we'll just think they're credits. So the credits of the thoughts are just do 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 right. So then they go away. What ifs? So you kind of kind of put some context around your thoughts. Like, did I close that garage door? What if I close? What if I didn't close that garage door? What is the likelihood? What is the percentage that my car is going to get stolen? And if you say 70 to 30, you're still at 70 no, right? So you kind of look at that. What if? What's the, what's the outcome if, if if you know, I didn't leave the garage door open? If the, if the car gets stolen, what happens if the car gets stolen? Then I have to fill out insurance. So there's always an answer to the, the question, but you just got to make sure you ask that what if question to it to to put some, you know, spin on it because – Immediately, if you go, I left the garage door open, and then it floods your brain of worries, it's too late, right? So you just kind of, kind of got to um, determine what, what, uh, what if would happen if, if if A, B, and C fell in line, and really trying to put some numbers around it like is it 80% yes they would steal my car or 20% no they wouldn't steal so when you say 80 20 I know somebody like well it's still 80% but still 20% but that's still 80% no so you got to kind of look at the the numbers behind it and, and, and that and put some of the, the thought behind that another thing that I found really 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 helpful is I ask myself is that a big deal And an example that I want to use, if that is a big deal, is laundry, right? So I have two kids that 
make messes. So we have a lot of laundry. And sometimes I get obsessive that I have to do the laundry every night. And I worry about it. And then it turns into a racing thought about whether I'm going to do the laundry. Every laundry has to be done. And laundry has to be this. And it has to be that. And I worry about it. I, I, I constantly worry about it. So what I try to do to eliminate that worry and eliminate that concern is I try to ask myself, is that a big deal? If laundry get, doesn't get done, is that a big deal? Is that a big deal? And what I mean by that is, is really, if laundry's not done, then you'll have to do it in the morning. Or if laundry's not done, you have to wear another outfit. Or if laundry's not done. So see, there's, there's, there's things that can help you decide whether that's a big deal. And most of the time, probably all the time, you will find out that it really isn't a big deal. Another big thing that I was taught is living in the moment. And this is a difficult one to start with. Because when your brain is flooded with thoughts and worries and concerns and everything else, it really is hard to live in the moment, right? It really is hard. However, you want to try to live in the moment as much as you can. And by living in the moment is try to focus on what you're doing at the moment. Meaning, if I am playing with my kids and the thought about laundry comes in, I will try to focus on my kids. I will try to focus on how much fun they're having. If we're playing outside, I'll focus on how good the summer air feels and how you can, you know, just uh, smell the freshly cut grass and how the warmth feels. goes. So you want to take all those senses and you really want to focus and drive the moment. You really want to focus on the moment. And that one, I will be very honest, took me a very good amount of time to get that going. And lastly is retrain the brain. This one's difficult. This is not a difficult one. Um, but if you get this one down, woo, you can do anything. <laughs> because retraining the brain. So for instance, I said I have problems with my clothes, how they fit. If you tell yourself constantly over, my clothes fit fine, my clothes fit fine, my clothes fit fine. And you do that for a extended period of time, extended period of time, your brain is going to train itself to feel that, yep, clothes are fine, clothes are fine. And over time, it should really eliminate some of that worry. So it's got to retrain the brain. Like maybe, maybe you have self-doubt, maybe like, I'm not a good person. No, you don't say that. You don't you don't even you don't even acknowledge that thought. What you say to yourself is I am a good person. 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 Retrain that brain. And there's actually one more thing I wanted to add. Sometimes when you worry about things, and I'll go back to my laundry example, like I have to do laundry. If you write it down somewhere and say, I have to do laundry. A lot of times that it will trick the brain into thinking that you have wrote it down and it's in the back of your mind. And a lot of times when you do that, the thought goes away. So that would be another one that I would want to, you know, share with you is writing down your, your, your thought. Now, you don't want to write down every thought or everything because you really sometimes it could have a little bit of a reverse effect to it. 
Because if you write down, I got to do laundry, then who knows? That may become a little obsessive, right? May, you may go back to your, your journal 15 times to see that. So it has a... It could have an effect. For some people, it does work by writing things down, and then you forget about it. And a lot of times, sometimes, if I'm like, I got a plan for my son's birthday, and I know I have to, but I'm, like, over-anxious about it, like, super anxious, like, about to throw up because I'm worried about it, I'll write down, I got a plan for my son's birthday, and then I won't worry about it. So that one sometimes works, and sometimes for me personally, it doesn't. Um, But for the most part, it does. So these are some tips that you, you can use and some tips that you need to find that wor- whatever works best for you. That's really what it is. At the end of the day, whatever works best for you. All right. This is another edition of My Mental Health Breakdown. This is episode four. Next week is our season finale. If you have any questions in the meantime or want to talk, just hit me up. All right. My Mental Health Breakdown at gmail.com. Or you can talk to me on my personal Twitter page, Daily Life Frank. Or on Instagram, The Daily Life of Frank, as well. Have a great week, everybody, and I will see you here more next week for the season finale of My Mental Health Breakdown Podcast. Bye, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.